Welcome to Keeping Connected with the Iowa Hospital Association, featuring IHA President and CEO Chris Mitchell. Chris joined IHA in October of 2021 after spending 16 years with the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. In this podcast, Chris is joined by IHA Communication Director Roxanne Strike as he provides his thoughts on Iowa's 2022 legislative session. The following is the second part of the first episode of Keeping Connected. Let's rejoin the conversation that started in part one. So you were able to actually meet with our House and Senate leadership before session started to talk about our priorities. And what were some of your takeaways from these meetings? And do you think they were beneficial to moving our priorities forward? When to set the stage for the legislative session, we talked about how quickly things move, getting in front of the legislative leaders and starting to have that dialogue with them about the things that our members are facing, I think is critical. And having the opportunity to do that, and frankly, for me, to meet them, get to know each other a little bit was hugely beneficial. I I think much like with Governor Reynolds and her condition of the state, there certainly is a willingness from the legislative leaders to assist hospitals to get through the pandemic. I think there are different philosophies on what the best approach is, but getting in the door early and starting to have those discussions and really the, the recognition that while politics say that we are super far apart on what the best approach is forward, but when you get down into the details, there's a lot more we have in common than there are differences. And I think that that really boils down to what both of us or all of us are trying to accomplish is we want to make sure that all Iowans have the access to the be- best health care possible. And I know that uh, the elected officials feel strongly about that with the hospitals in their hometown districts. And we certainly feel that way about our members as well. Earlier, you had mentioned we had done a lot of work on the federal level for rural emergency hospitals. Is there anything that our advocacy team is working on this year on the federal level that we're going to be focusing on? You know, I think as things move forward here, the discussions in D.C. aren't really distinctly different than the discussions that we've been having in previous years. We are urging Congress to continue the distribution of the provider relief funds. And there's been a direct ask within the last week or so of adding an additional $25 billion to make available to be distributed to hospitals across the country. Something we've talked about really since its inception is the Medicare sequester. And towards the end of last year, we did get a brief reprieve and extension of the moratorium on the sequester. And we are already talking to the Iowa congressional delegation about a potential extension to that. The simple Uh, belief is, is during the pandemic really the time to implement a 2% Medicare cut? And I think the hospital community believes it is absolutely not. And there's a lot of sympathy on the Hill uh, that agrees with that sentiment. So we're going to continue to talk about that. The other thing uh, we're talking about is 
the Medicare Accelerated Payments Program. At the start of the pandemic, we know that one of the sort of levers that were pulled by the federal government was to accelerate some of the uh, Medicare payments to provide funding for hospitals to uh, deal with the pandemic. We are certainly looking for an extension on the time frame in which we have to pay those funds back. And then finally, as always, we'll be working to protect and strengthen the 340B program and certainly talking with uh, legislators in D.C. about the value that that brings to Iowa hospitals. In addition to sort of those direct legislative activities, we are following the regulatory process on a number of issues. And most notably, as I mentioned before, some of the rules and regs around the rural emergency uh, hospital designation. And so uh, we will be working with our great partners at the AHA to, to work through that and certainly want to give a, a shout out to all of the members who were involved in the sort of comment letter uh, work group process uh, on REH last year. With our final question, we've been talking about a lot of firsts here for you. This is your first time with the Iowa legislature. So um, on Wednesday, February 23rd, this will be your first hospital day on the Hill in Iowa. It's going to be virtual because, like you said, we're still in the midst of this pandemic. But what are you looking forward to with hospital day on the Hill? You mentioned that it's virtual. If it were not, I would be really excited to be around the membership in person because that's not something I've been able to enjoy yet. But uh, given the virtual format, I'm hopeful that more folks will tune in and, and hear about some of the issues that we're dealing with here at the Capitol and obviously looking forward to the opportunity to, to give them the IHA boots on the ground perspective of, of how this session is shaping up. As far as the most exciting thing for me, I think is the opportunity that I will have to speak with the AHA's uh, lead lobbyist, Stacey Hughes, who is almost as new as me in the role that she's in at the AHA, but has a ton of experience of working on the Hill. And I'm really looking forward to having a a great conversation around what's important to the AHA, what what we should be talking about to the Iowa delegation, you know, what from their perspective are the messages that most resonate with the policymakers in Washington, D.C. And always it will be great to hear from some Iowa lawmakers to get their sort of perspective of what's going on here at the state level as well. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Chris. Is there anything else that you would like to let our members know that you want to talk about before we sign off for today? The only thing I would say is obviously, you know, I want to thank all of our members and their employees for the hard work they have done. It has been a grueling almost two years throughout the pandemic. And we are certainly grateful for your efforts. You all really are heroes. And I know that gets thrown around quite a bit, but frankly, 
it's scary to think where we would be without the strength of, of the Iowa's hospitals and healthcare workers throughout this pandemic. And we certainly thank you for your involvement in IHA and really the legislative process. Our advocacy would be infinitely more difficult without your involvement and willingness to engage and uh, meet with your local lawmakers. So uh, this is a partnership that the IHA remains very excited about, and I look forward to continue working with all of you. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Chris, and we'll talk to you on our next podcast episode. All right. Thanks a lot. This concludes part two of the first episode of Keeping Connected with IHA President and CEO Chris Mitchell. Please keep connected with monthly episodes from IHA. Thank you for listening.